I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. In a rigged system. Today we're going to be discussing the end game is near. And China's very aware of it. Uh, this is pretty interesting stuff. Uh, we're crossing Rubicons that you know you hear people talking about, but what is it actually going to mean for we the people? I may want to pay attention to this program. You're going to understand the mainstream media is not telling you the truth. And it's vital that we pay attention because this is something I believe is part of the end time orchestrated event. I'm not sure what that's going to lead to. Uh, My guess is the attempt for the digital ID, digital currency. Although I have hope that we, the people uh, fight that tooth and nail and don't allow it. But the end game is near. Uh, We have now reached in the United States Interest on the U.S. debt is now above $1 trillion for the first time ever. That is just the interest, mind you. Now, this goes back, I believe, in July. Uh, we were looking at you know an unprecedented situation in the U.S. budget deficit and discussed a little bit of this. But you know what does it really mean to us and we the people? Uh, but the debt issuance is about to really explode. And I've talked about that a few times. Once we get into this pattern, once it's like a boulder going off a cliff, it is extremely difficult to slow this down. This is like a freight train. If you could visualize it, then you can't stop it. We have yield soaring. Uh, you know, the, this Rubicon is one that is serious. Uh, the U.S. debt interest now crossing that one trillion mark, and if you if you look back over you know the years, I mean we were pretty steady even going back to two thousand, uh, even up to two thousand eight, um, things were pretty decent, and of course we had the bump in two thousand eight, and then we kind of pulled off, but we have absolutely skyrocketed since COVID, and I personally believe there's a that was all done on purpose, um, but this is very 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 serious. See, this is a two-fold here, and what we're talking about is an unprecedented surge in not just interest rates, but then interest expense over the last couple of years. So that means that the total U.S. interest has doubled since April of 2022, and that's with the inherent lag in interest catching up. So here is where it gets interesting. The vast majority of the five-year, seven-year, 10 And 30-year debt instruments, the U.S. Treasury bonds, are still locked in at really low interest rates. And as such, these rates are going to continue to rise uh, as long as the existing debt rolls into much higher rates over the coming years. And what are you going to do when these bonds come due and we have to roll them over? We all of a sudden have to roll them over into higher interest rates, which will exponentially explode this interest on our debt. The staggering search in both the yields and the total long-term treasury in the recent months uh, is confirming that the government will have to face an escalating interest bill, and that's just the beginning. We were first here to point out that you know just about a month ago, the debt rose uh, above the $33 trillion mark, 
And it spiked that one day, 600 billion in one day, which was pretty unbelievable. And if you just look back into our debt chart that goes back just before, well, it was the fall of 2019, when we were talking about the banking system uh, literally collapsing, uh, this is when the bank's going into the repo market looking for emergency funding. It was to the tune of bailouts, mind you. These are bailouts uh, to the tune of hundreds of billions that most have just not been aware of because the mainstream didn't say one iota of it. But since then, of course, then miraculously, this worldwide global economic shutdown pandemic took place, which most of us have now realized uh, is something different. Uh, but the debt exploded at that point. We went from literally in U.S. debt, we went from about 23 or so trillion to now 33 trillion in just a couple years. That's over $10 trillion that quickly. Unbelievable surge in debt. And this type of chart, uh, if you were visualizing the chart, you just think of a rocket ship. I mean, it's going virtually straight up. And that's a really big problem. Just to kind of point it out how terrifying this is, even Bank of America's uh, Michael Harnett noted that the CBO, uh, which is the Congressional Budget Office, has projected that the U.S. government debt is going to rise by $20 trillion in the next 10 years, or about $5 billion every single day. Or if you really want to break it down, hundreds of millions of dollars every hour. Now, I actually will disagree with Harnett, although these people are the ones kind of calling the shots. I think it's going a lot faster. They're not calculating a lot of other factors. Uh, but where we're at now is more than the combined GDPs, gross domestic product, the production of economies of China, Japan, Germany, and India. That's how much our debt is. We are in more debt now than any nation in the history of the world has been, and yet we're just bleeding out hundreds of billions of dollars for war and other things that are not productive. Now, war is productive for the military-industrial complex, but if you were to look at the U.S. public debt outstanding, it's unbelievable. So to kind of put it in context, total world debt now, the government, corporate, and household has now hit a record $227 trillion, double from the $110 trillion just in 2007. This is a very huge number. Now, who's paying attention is China. When countries get at this, and I know, I know what people say, oh, we can print money, we can continue this along, it's no big deal. It is absolutely a big deal. And something has to happen. Something has to trigger a cataclysmic event of some kind to help offset the trajectory is the key word of this situation. So that being another pandemic, shut down the economy, blame the collapse on that, or some form of war that escalates. I think they really wanted to escalate the war in Ukraine. Russia was too reserved. I think they were really hoping that this war in Israel would escalate bigger. So far, it has not. I contend if it does, I think that's really what they're looking for. Um, but the Chinese are definitely paying attention. And what I found interesting is the People's Bank of China is, is really buying gold like you can't believe. 
covertly, they bought just about 600 tons of gold year to date. Think about that. They're in a hurry to buy an enormous amount of gold. So I would highly recommend if you have not and you've been waiting, you better get your hands on gold and silver because it's going to happen when you least expect it and it will be very expensive. But this indicates that they are preparing for major changes in what we call a dollar-centric international monetary system. They know it's coming. And so they're stockpiling, the Chinese are stockpiling on gold, not to even count the, the whole BRICS concept that is going to come into effect, which BRICS is going to be backed up not just by gold, but by other commodities. And that's going to be the competing element uh, now taking us from the world dominant reserve currency to a multipolar world where you're going to see real quick who your friends are. So really, based on this information, the gold purchased by the Chinese Central Bank is unbelievable. Total estimated gold holdings now, they say, is about 5,000 tons, which is a total joke. I've mentioned this before. The Chinese, everything they mine in their country stays in their country. They are communists, and communists, they just lie. They're corrupt. They're liars. And so they're not telling the truth. And I know for a fact, because one of my refineries was sending 75 tons of gold a week over to Hong Kong, and everything that went to Hong Kong was going to China. So the movement, and now this isn't, mind you, just not the People's Bank of China, but all the central banks are starting to pile up more gold uh, than they have the last couple of years. They've continued to stock, and they're not stopping. Uh, but uh, with the central banks all doing it, and there's no sign of slowing down of buying gold, mainly the Chinese central bank is on a more of a ferocious buying spree, uh, which I find interesting because I do believe they are preparing. They are preparing for a situation where the dollar is going to have its collapse. And I know what people think, and you just got to look at what's the possibility. What can happen? You have to just look at the, the overall picture and what can we do? If we raise interest rates more from here, inflation is screaming back up again. If they try to raise rates more from here, the banking system will start collapsing. Another bank just went out, mind you, right? There's six for the year. If they lower interest rates, we are going to have a ripping inflation, not only inflation, but probably hyperinflation. We are stuck. So, the central banks are kind of foretelling what's coming. I know a lot of mainstream media, they kind of downplay this. They try to make it that it's not that big of a deal. But I'm here to tell you, it is. The end game is coming. And we are moving really fast into it because it's going to exponentially grow as all this short-term debt that the United States has issued gets rolled over into high interest rates. So the only, they're in a real spot here, the Federal Reserve, because they can either raise rates, keep it flat, lower rates. All of it is a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario because they need to do something. Now, what are they going to do? Lower the rates so they can roll over the debt at a lower rate? They can't because that'll create a hyperinflation. There's just too much currency out there. They raise rates, we're going to have a banking crisis like you can't believe. And on the heels of this, you have war drums knocking. And these war drums 
are serious. Like I said, the Russia-Ukraine one didn't go well. Russia is definitely going to win in the end. They're going to find a way to settle. If you've noticed, the United States is no longer sending um, military equipment. Uh, Even the Pentagon has indicated that they're really slowing down because the money is running out. And now we are focusing ourselves to Israel. Now, what happens in Israel, I think, is going to be a big deal. I mean, this is my take. I truly believe they want this to be bigger. I don't think this is just about, oh, you know, Israel was surprised by Hamas. That is completely ridiculous. I think this was absolutely a setup. They knew it was coming. They allowed it to happen, and they needed the reason to go in. Now, there's a lot of other chatter out there. I'm sure this is a big factor of it that a lot of the reasons they had to go in and do this is they want that land in the Gaza Strip because they want to open up um, a new canal system so shipping and trade can go through, uh, I believe that's to the Red Sea, and they want to be able to open it up so they don't have to use the Suez Canal because the problem with the Suez Canal is it's narrow and the ship can only go in one direction, then they shut it down and then they let ships go in the other direction. And they want that land in Gaza. So my guess is, you know, this is going to be a full extermination and relocation of these Palestinians. Um, regardless what side of the politic you're on on that one, um, there's there's bigger plays here, and it, it's all about money. And I think if they the neocons had their way, this would escalate into a full-blown attack on Iran. Uh, we got some pretty heavy assets. You know, that's one thing America has. We have aircraft carriers. We have very sophisticated uh, military systems. And I just don't believe that, you know, Lebanon and Iran really, truly, they talk a talk, but they don't really, truly want the United States coming at them. I think we could probably take these places out really fast with very large bombs. And so I don't believe it goes there. But if it does, because that's really where a lot of, and not just prophecy, but you you talk about, uh, go back to Albert Pike and these, you know, the power elites and the Illuminati kind of concepts, they have it all written out to, you know, World War One, Two, and Three, and World War Three is exactly the scenario we're looking at right now, but they need all of that to happen in order to usher in the one world order concept, and they want to do it with digital ID and digital currency. So for those that don't think the end game is close, you're playing with fire. I would not be afraid, but I would be prepared. So until next time. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals, and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.